Oh, hello and a very warm welcome today to this video from uh, Hyde Park in London. How are you, Kristin? Oh, yes, I'm quite well. <laughs> Thank you for asking. We just heard these two gentlemen talking like that and we were like, right, that has got to be the intro to the video today because that was so funny. What they were like old school, weren't they? Old very, school, very, very posh. Old school English. Oh, Johnny, how the bloody hell are you, my friend? <laughs> all right, Christine's gonna walk on a little bit and we're gonna get into all the content today. Then, okay, well, the first thing I've, I've noticed coming back to London today have you ever, for those of you who live here, have you ever noticed how many CCTV cameras there are? Because I noticed they are absolutely everywhere, so I actually looked it up online. And check this out. <laughs> there are more CCTV cameras in London than there are in Beijing. What does that tell you? So one of the things I noticed was when I lived here and I used to get the tube first thing in the morning, the commute, oh, it's like sardines on the tube. Well, this morning I got it 7.30 to about 8.30 and it was really dead. So I don't know if it was just because it's a Friday morning i don't know why it was so dead maybe the work from home stuff is is still going on in london so drop me a comment below as to why the two tube lines i took were absolutely dead because that was uh, unexpected we got a little little dog here running around so the other one that's making me laugh today is how the media are portraying liz truss and saying Oh, she's on a well-deserved break. She fought so hard for this country. Now she's, you know, on this big break. She deserves it. And everyone's coming out and saying all this stuff. She did 50 days. Let's just put this into context here. It's not like she went and fought a war or something. And she was, you know, in the field, in the trenches for 50 days, exhausted. And uh, now she's having this well-deserved break. You know, think of military, think of soldiers, think of frontline workers. Many of you are frontline workers. You guys are in the trenches every day. You guys are doing all the hard work day in, day out, sometimes pulling really, really long shifts. So I don't think Liz Truss is the hero everyone's making her out to be. I think it's you guys that, that are the hard workers, you know, the normal populace. So gosh, that, that really made me laugh. And the other thing I'm not mentioning is that she's also got a 115,000 pound salary for life, for 50 days of work. Oh yeah, we should all feel sorry for her. Um, what a hero of the British public that spent absolutely tons of money, which future generations will be paying back. But oh yeah, she's a big hero, all right. What else then? Biden didn't block Musk's uh, purchase of Twitter after all. Some of the footage today is pretty funny of him going in with the, the kitchen sink, carrying in a sink. Let that sink in. Is it sinking in yet? I mean, the memes are just gonna be going on for a long time about this. Straight in, what was it, $44 billion deal? That is a lot of cash. Fired the CEO, fired the senior execs, which is probably for the best, actually. Uh, clean, sweep, and all. I think that's probably the best thing that can be done. And he's also gonna fire 75% of the staff. That is huge, is that? I think that's somewhere in the region of 7,500 workers. So I'm pretty sure there is a meltdown at Twitter right now. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with Twitter? Is it now going to go in a much better direction without as much uh, censorship, without as much, uh, you know, one-sided 
liberal uh, viewpoints, shall we say. What do you think is going to happen now at Twitter? But just on the job cuts that we're seeing at the moment, I want to talk about this because it, I think this is crucial and a lot of people aren't paying enough attention to it. Microsoft has announced, uh, announced or they've done one or the other. In fact, yes, it was last week they fired a thousand people. I'm going to be doing a video, not, not on Microsoft, but on the employment crisis that I think is coming. I don't think anyone's noticed this yet. They're not seeing what I'm seeing because everyone thinks that this worker crisis is going to be in the lower income salaries. I don't think it will this time. I think it's going to be in the higher income salaried people, the white collar workers, the brain workers, because what we're seeing at the moment is we're seeing the problems, not in that sector. There's loads of workers there, but we're seeing it in manufacturing. So I think we might see a reversal back to people going back to manufacturing kind of jobs because they are high paid, but the average person doesn't realize that or kids that are going into university now, they're all going into these white collar brain jobs when actually there's a huge opportunity for them in manufacturing and blue collar work. But Meta announced a 10% and, and was I correct, ladies and gents, was I correct or not? I took so much abuse over saying that the, this market hasn't bottomed, the tech stocks are going to get slaughtered. And what happened, well, this week and yesterday, they're all down pretty heavily. But Meta, why is this not all over the front page news? Meta went down almost 25% in a single day. So there's all this talk, oh, 15%, whatever, of these companies. Biggest loss in 20 years. No, Meta lost 25% yesterday in a single day. So again, I don't mean disrespect to all of you in the comments who say, no, you're wrong about um, the market um, still having more to go down. It's bottomed, buy the dip now. So I've got all these, I don't know where all these people have come from that have suddenly come onto my channel. Buy the dip, buy the dip. I don't know if they're bots or just people who are watching too much Jim Cramer, but all this talk about buying the dip. I've said, don't buy the dip. Goodness me. These um, consumer cyclical, think of, I know I'm probably talking about stuff that many of you won't know, but a lot of you will. So consumer cyclical stocks are the ones I said to dump. Get rid of these consumer cyclical because when you go into difficult times, especially recessionary periods, these are the stocks that suffer the worst. Now, if some of yours are down 95%, which some consumer cyclical are now, there's no point dumping it. I get this question a lot. Should I dump these now? No, um, there's no point unless they're just gonna die and never come back. But even then, is it really worth it? <laughs> so many dogs around this park just charging around. So let me give you an example of consumer cyclical then. So right now we've got stores closing all over the USA as I forecast, and these are all consumer cyclical that are closing. Why? Because when you go into cost of living crises, you have less available spending. This is very common sense, basic stuff, but unfortunately, a lot of people in the finance world try and overcomplicate this and make out as if basic fundamentals don't matter. But if you're paying more for energy, more for mortgages, more for food, it means you don't have as much money for Dunkin' Donuts or your Starbucks or uh, Target. What else is closing at the moment? H&M, uh, Gap, sports stores. These are all closing as well at the moment because they're consumer cyclical stocks. That's how I knew that Nike was gonna crash so heavily that day. 
I know a few of you actually commented and said thank you for that because I dodged a bullet there. I think it went down 7% the next day after I talked about what was coming on it. But this is another reason why many of you now will understand why I said to my wife, because we own some cafes, a chain in the UK. I said, sell those cafes, Kristin. Sell those cafes now because in 2022, you're not going to be able to sell them and you're going to be sat with a massive liability there because again, the consumer cyclical in nature, because this is what happens. People cut out all of the wants and they go back to their needs. So this is what you're going to be seeing. Credit Suisse is another one to slash jobs. In fact, let me check this. 9,000 jobs they've cut and the share price is down 19% in one day. And this is another reason why I made my stock market course. I know a lot of you have taken it now, but I just thought so many people are going to get absolutely wrecked with what's coming up because they think they can trust their advisors. And some of you can, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not here to bash advisors. Some of them are excellent, very, very good. But then you've got some who are not great. And my concern is that a lot of people are going to get wiped out. And some people are already getting wiped out. I've taken on a lot of clients at the moment. And again, I'm not a money manager. I just help by mentoring and things like that. Who Some of them are down 85%. Think about that a moment. 85%. How do you even go down that much, you may ask. And again, it's buying the wrong stocks, being in the wrong sectors, being in growth when we're not in a growth period. You need to be in more defensive. But to be honest, let me just outline something. There isn't much safe right now. Everything is very, very risky. You've got some, I mean, there's some small things you can buy, but it's not going to be for people with large amounts of money. It's not going to protect you like I bonds in the USA or similar to your tips. Again, this is inflation tracking stuff, but nothing's really 100% safe at the moment. But anyway, my point is, if you haven't taken my course yet, you're doing yourself a massive injustice, uh, seriously, because for the price of the course, it will save you an absolute fortune in the future on advisors and uh, save you from losing a lot of money as well. But don't take my word for it. Look at the testimony. You'll see what other people say on it. Uh, next point then, UK mortgage lending is dropping off a cliff and it's expected to be the lowest since the 08 crisis next year as we go into 2023. And actually, I'm already seeing this as well. A lot of people that I, uh, I can't say the word advise, mentor, shall we say, firms, I'm seeing this as well. They're saying that their business is just drying up with mortgages and such things. But one thing I want you to bear in mind then, if mortgages are drying up and credit as a whole is drying up, what do you think this is going to do to the jobs in that sector? We are going to see more heavy job losses in um, mortgages and finance in general as we keep going through this difficult time. Because remember that the markets now are driven by QE and liquidity. They're not driven by what they used to be driven by. And that was almost 100% fundamentals back. Again, we're going back a long time here, but the point is they're not driven in the same way that they used to be driven. Talking of driving, diesel shortages completely run out now in parts of the EU, which is ironic because the EU just passed a new law, can we call it? but they just passed some new stuff yesterday, which is uh, what we knew anyway, is just making it a little more official that they are going to ban uh, the construction of petroleum-based vehicles. Uh, we know that, and again, it's not coming today, it's not coming tomorrow. This will be in 
the near future. I would have thought by 2030, but 2035 at the absolute latest. But just on energy, I mean, you can see I'm walking around London today in a t-shirt. I came in a sweater, t-shirt sweater and a body warmer yesterday and I was sweating because it's so warm here compared to where I live. And I started looking into the data because I thought, oh, maybe this is helping with energy supplies in Europe. And it, and it is, the data shows that we aren't using as much as a lot of the leaders thought we would use because we have this warmer weather. But we've got a warning out today. Wow, a little bit windy. Nothing like the Isle of Man, but we've got a little bit of wind here. A nice statue behind. But yeah, we got this uh, warning out today from pubs and clubs and bars in the UK that they think they're going to run out of beer. They're already starting to see shortages. So guys, if you love your, your pubs and your beer, now is the time. Get, get stocked up on your beer at home, just in case you can't get it at the pub. Now, the other one that made me laugh was, obviously this has been sort of paid for or whatever, marketing, media, but they were saying that your big four, the big four fast food chains are warning of dire consequences for the citizens. I'm like, what? What are these dire consequences? What, are they gonna be pumping out more food to make you even more unhealthy? No, so this is like your McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, Pizza Hut, I think they're the big four. Um, but they're saying, oh, we can't get as much food in, supplies are short, dire consequences. No, actually, it's probably quite the opposite. Great consequences, better health for the public if these guys can't get their supplies in. Oh man, funny, huh? And even more funny, California is about to take over Germany as the fourth largest economy in the world. We knew this was coming as the energy supply got cut off to Germany. And of course the uh, pipeline accident as we're, well, as they're saying, half the media saying it was an accident. <laughs> now they're not, of course, they're saying it's Russia. Yeah, okay, let's not even get into that one. I think I covered it well enough on that video. Actually, I was surprised how many views that got over half a million views on that video that I covered the, you know, who did it? Who did the, uh, who did the pipelines? Oh, here we go. Look what we got coming in. What's going on, you? What's going on? But what's ironic about California being the, about to become the fourth richest economy in the world is that have you walked down downtown LA? Have you walked through the streets there? It is like one enormous homeless city, just encampments everywhere. So you've got this very, very strange, I guess the word would be juxtaposition here of extreme wealth. And then you've got extreme poverty at the same time. Very interesting. And remember what happened when we saw that in different uh, historical examples, but the Roman Empire is always a good one. What do we actually see there? We saw the collapse of an empire not long after. A couple of other alarming signs then are the repossessions on autos at the moment. So a lot of people are failing on their auto loans. Again, no surprise to us on this channel and to, to you as viewers. We knew this was gonna happen. We knew that the auto loans were gonna fail and people wouldn't be able to uh, pay for them. Now, the other one, which is happening in Vietnam at the moment, is bank runs. So people are starting to do runs on the bank to get their cash out. Uh, so it's interesting because we're starting to see these 
telltale signs in a number of developing economies now with uh, bank runs and, and such things. So it's only a matter of time, I believe, until the contagion actually spreads to other, um, other developed nations. So we'll see it no doubt in the UK, USA, Canada, and likewise. And talking of Canada, this is a funny one. Oh goodness me. So there's now the gun ban as we know, but what you may not know is that today is the launch of these new dog robot things with the, the uh, shotguns or the assault rifles. The, so this is the trial period, obviously. So they coincide on the day of the ban. You've now got these robo dogs that are being trialed. <laughs> I think it's pretty, it's so funny to me because it's pretty obvious what's going on here. It's just, it's so obvious. It's ridiculous. Citizens are giving up their protection at the same time as the government is ramping up all this stuff. This is going to be interesting because remember, you really think the criminal gangs are going to give up, give up their, um, their firearms and stuff like that. Come on. They're, the gangs are still going to, even in the UK where it's highly illegal to own any form of firearm, the gangs have still got them. That's why you've got these specialist police teams, especially in London, to, uh, to actually fight gun crime. And for those of you silver stackers then, silver hoarders, Atkinson Bullion in the UK, as well as SD Bullion in the USA, is offering to buy your silver right now for 10% above spot price. Hmm, interesting. Now, I tried to get an order filled over the last eight or nine days on silver. Still hasn't been filled. Obviously, it's not a small order, but it hasn't been filled. This is, this is the point. Yeah, you can fill some smaller orders if you're willing to pay. There's always someone willing to sell at a higher price, but this is the difficulty. Now, gold, I thought, would be hard to fill, and that was really easy to fill. So there's obviously a shortfall at the minute. There's a squeeze in silver, and I think this is why we're seeing such huge premiums at the moment on actually refined silver. I'll leave it there for today. Thanks for being a subscriber here on the channel, for clicking like and doing the usual stuff. Um, but that's it. Take care, God bless, and I will see you next week now.